Well, praise God. I, I absolutely love the Word of God. I love the opportunity to share the Word of God. And, you know, I just pray tonight that we would have hearts that would just be open to receive exactly what God has for us. Everybody here is in a different place, and I understand that. I know many of you have been in church a long time, and perhaps some of you, you're just kind of exploring and, and checking it out to see what it's all about. But, you know, one of my favorite books in the Bible is, is the book of Romans. And I was reading this today in chapter 5, and I just want to read a little bit of this to you. It says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into his grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope, and hope does not disappoint us. Because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given to us. You see, just at the very right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rare will anyone die for a righteous man, though for a good man someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates His own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since we have been justified... By His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? For if when we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? Not only is this so, but we rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we now have received reconciliation. Man, I'll tell you what, that word reconciliation is such a powerful word. You know, because it means that we've been separated from something that now we get to share back in that. You know, I go clear back to the Bible. I read this Bible every single year. Every year I go through this Bible all the way through. And I do separate readings also. But for the last five years, pretty much I've read the Bible cover to cover. And I love doing that because I love the first part of the Bible. I love the book of Genesis. I love reading about God creating all things. And you know, I love the story of Him creating Adam and Eve. And I, and I like to, to think about that and what it must have been like for Adam to be the first man and to have communion with God. The Bible says that he literally got a walk in the cool of the day with Almighty God and communicate with Him and fellowship with God. Wow! What an incredible thing to be able to communicate and fellowship with an almighty God. You know, Adam seemed to have had it all. And God decided that, you know what? Adam needed a little help. So he sent him a woman. And then the woman had it all. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you know the story. Adam and Eve, you know, they had it all and, and they had the garden. They could walk in it. But you know what? God had, had told them one thing. Stay away from a certain tree. You know, because that tree, that tree was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God didn't want them to know about that. God wanted them to live in communion with Him. God wanted them to live in paradise. God didn't want them to have to deal with the burden of knowing that they were fallible, mortal, that they could die, that there was there was more to this life than what God had shown them. Man, He wanted to live totally in His grace and in His protection. But you know what happened? 
Man, they disobeyed God. They couldn't stay underneath that protection of God. They had to reach out for more. They had to take the forbidden fruit and eat of it. And man, when that happened, everything changed because God was disappointed they had broken His commandment, His rule. And He said, from this time on, no more will it be easy for you. And you know the story. They were cast out of the garden. And the Bible says this. Later on in this very book, it says this. It says, by one man's transgression, sin entered into the world. By one man's transgression. And that man was Adam. You know, a lot of people want to blame Eve. But I'll tell you what. The Bible blames Adam because he was with his wife. And he didn't do what he was ordained to do. Be the priest of his home and cover that situation and make sure that it was handled the way God would want it handled. And I'll tell you, from that moment on, sin entered the world. And you know, I talk to a lot of people about the Lord, man. That's just what we do. We don't just come up on stage. Man, the other day, when we were on the airplane flying here from Atlanta, man, Paul spent an hour straight witnessing to some guy who Paul said, man, he smelled like liquor, Mitch, but I didn't care. He opened the door and I was giving him Jesus with everything I had. You know, it doesn't matter where we're at. If someone gives us the opportunity, we're going to share about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's not just here. It is a part of our life. But you know what? A lot of people, they want to say this. Well, how can you judge me? How can you tell me I'm bad? Man, I haven't done anything wrong. I'm not an evil person. But you know, the truth is what the Bible says. It's not about you being evil or you being bad. It's about the fact you were born into sin. Man, by one man's transgression, sin entered into all the world. And we were all born into it. Even King David, writing in the Psalms under the, under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, said the same thing. You know, I was born into this sinful situation. He knew it. He knew it before Christ was even born. But in this book right here, we're also told that by one man's obedience, that man, Jesus Christ, we can all receive salvation. Man, I'll tell you what. It's easy to say, man, look at that guy over there. or Look at that guy over there. I'm better than he is. But the Bible says that's not what it's about. It's about a relationship with Jesus Christ. Understanding that we all have fallen short of the glory of God. Everybody. The Bible says there is no one righteous, meaning perfectly right with God. Not one person except Jesus Christ. And those who allow now this is, this, this might seem a little weird to some of you, but it is about His blood. The blood of Jesus Christ. When He shed His blood, His blood become the sacrifice. His death become the sacrifice for our sins. And because of that blood, we now can stand underneath Jesus Christ totally righteous and holy before God. Man, we can have the same relationship even now today that Adam had walking in the garden with God. And I know that might sound a little weird to you, but wait a minute, you know? Does that mean we all get to take our clothes off and run around naked like Adam and Eve? No, no, it doesn't mean that. But it means this, that we can be naked in our transgressions. That means we can be absolutely transparent to God. He knows What's going on in your life? You can't play games with Him. In the book of Galatians, it absolutely warns us to not fool around with the things of God. To not mock God. 
Because He knows. You know, in the book of Hebrews, it warns us to not take Jesus Christ back to the cross once we've received Him. Because if we do that, man, we're doing the same thing that Adam did when he walked up and took that piece of fruit from his wife and ate of it. Man, we don't want to re-crucify Christ. We want to give Jesus Christ everything we are. You heard Josh get up and stand up here and tell you that, man, he's working on giving Jesus everything. Does that mean we do it perfectly every day? Absolutely not. Absolutely. I wish I could stand in front of you say, man, I'm holier than thou, and I'm not. I am absolutely not. But I'll tell you what, I have never turned my back and ran from God. You know, in the garden, if you read the story... God went looking for Adam and he knew something was wrong because he couldn't find him. Because you know what? Adam was hiding. He was hiding his sin. David, on the other hand, King David did some horrendous things, yet he never ran from God. He turned to God. And you know what the Bible tells us in 1 John? It tells us this. If we are faithful to confess our sin to him, he is faithful to restore our righteousness. He is just and worthy. And He will restore us back unto all righteousness. Man, I'll tell you what. Don't walk out from the protective covering of God. Don't be like Adam. You will make mistakes in this world. You'll make them. But don't hide them. Don't try to put them behind you. The Bible warns us against that. It says, man, don't hide your sins. But bring them up in front of God. Be transparent with God. God isn't about religion. God isn't about religious people. He's not about people think they're holier and better than everybody else man god is about humility he is about grace and he is about peace and god wants you to have that in your heart he wants you to have that humility that when you mess up even in the smallest way you can turn to him and say father forgive me for i have sinned i've done it again lord man i'm telling you guys we have got to break down the walls of religion in this country if we're going to reach anyone With the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you this. Right now. There is a movement of grace. Like something I've never seen before. Because grace is what it's about. Because if you believe. That you are so holy and righteous. That God is going to put you on a pedestal. Above someone else. Guess what? He's going to do the opposite. He's going to do the opposite. Because he lifts the humble one up. Remember the story. That Jesus told the Pharisees. Man I was amazed they got it right. He said two men. One man over there, got his robes on, pays his tithe perfectly, fasts once a day, once a week, does everything exactly the way the law says. And what is he doing? He's over there going, yeah, woohoo, I'm glad I'm not like that guy. I'm glad I'm nothing like him. What's the guy over there doing? Man, he can't even look at God. He's got his head down. He's got his heart broke. And he's saying, oh, Woe is me, such a sinner. I can't even look at you. I can't even praise you. But forgive me, God. And Jesus said, which one? Which one is the most righteous? Who's the most justified? And you know what? Even the religious people got it right. They knew that by humility, by that unbelievable grace of God, that that one who was crying out for mercy was the one that was going to receive it. Man, I'm telling you guys, we are in a new day and a new age. If anyone here doesn't think that we're sliding in 
to third base, rounding home for the end of days and Jesus Christ returning. Man, you know what? You need to open your eyes because it's getting closer and closer. And you know what? It's not all about us going, woohoo, we're saved, we made it all right, see you later world. No way. It's about this. How many people are you going to bring with you? How many people are you going to bring? And right now there's a lot of you going, I don't even understand what you mean by that. But that's okay. You'll never understand that until you decide to commit yourself completely to Jesus Christ. Man, you heard Josh. He spent a lot of time being a Christian, but he didn't spend a lot of time being a disciple. Someone that said, here I am, Lord. Use me any way you can. I don't care. For a long time I used to say, man, I'm never saying that. God's going to send me to Africa. Hey, no offense, Ken. But you know what? I didn't want to go to Africa. I didn't want to go somewhere weird. Man, I like my house. I liked where I was at. But at this point in my life, I'll tell you what, I am sold out. I am done worrying about the things of this world. And I am 100 completely committed, just like these guys and this girl is, to the things of God. Man, Lord, your will be done, not mine. Your will be done, not mine. Man, today, I'm telling you, church, we're in a different age and a different time. The way things were done in the past is not going to be the way things are done in the future. God is looking. He's searching hearts. He's looking inside each and every one of us, and he wants to know who's ready. Who's ready? Who's ready? Who will say, yes, Lord, anything you say, anything you say. Man, that's intense. It's intense. Well, Jesus Christ is looking for hearts today. He's looking for hearts. He's looking for those who have never received Him. If you've never received Jesus Christ before, man, this is your day. This is your time. Crazy not to. Heck, what a fun way to get to do it. You know, I stood up in front of a church of 1,500 people, didn't know one of them in there, and came forward and stood at the altar in front of them all because I, I knew, I knew I was at the end of my rope. I knew I needed Jesus. I knew I needed salvation. There may be some of you like that in here. You've just, you've never really given Jesus Christ yourself. You've never really understood that much. And listen to me now. There may be those in here today, you know what? (laughs) Your Christianity has been a struggle, man. It's been a war. It's been a war because you've been fighting against God. You've been fighting against what God wants you to do. You've been struggling with God. You've been arguing with God. You know what? You love Him. You love Him with all your heart. But there's just some kind of pull in your heart that makes you keep going back to the way that you used to do things. And God's saying, no, I want to do a new thing. You're a new creation. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. When you come to me, I want to do something new in you. And you're arguing and you're fighting with Him over that. Man, today is the day to end that. To just say, man, today, Lord, I'm taking a stand. I'm taking a stand. I'm going to ask the team to come forward, guys. Come on down here. Just stand right with me up here. Because I want to do this. And here in a minute, I'm going to ask everyone to bow your head. And I'm going to ask you just to just to take a moment of silence and just think about where you're at with God. I know a lot of you love the Lord with all your heart. But man, I'm telling you what. I'm telling you what. There's a further place you can go. And if you've never received Jesus Christ, if you've never really said, man, I'm ready. I'm ready, Lord, take me. Man, today is your day. What a better day. You get to come and stand with some of the greatest team I've ever been around. This is the greatest team I've I've been in this for 13 years. 
And I've never seen this kind of heart for God, this kind of massive muscle, and this kind of integrity lined up on a stage ever, man. You can give your heart for the first time with Jesus Christ right here at this time, man. What an awesome thing. You know what? You can give the devil a black eye because I'll tell you what. The devil's saying, oh, no, you don't. I'm going to keep you right where you're at. I like where you're at. You might be saved. You might not even be worrying about your salvation, but I promise you this. The devil's saying, yeah, sit right there and just keep doing the things you've been doing and you will never live your destiny. Hey, that makes him just as happy as getting to steal a soul to steal your destiny in Jesus Christ. So today, when we close our eyes and bow our heads, some of you, I'm going to ask you here in a minute to just raise your hand. If you want to receive Jesus and other, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand if you're ready to go all the way with God today. So everybody, just close your eyes. Bow your head. Just let the Holy Spirit come in here right now. Kenetta, where are you at? Come over here, my brother. I'm going to have Ken. I just want you to close your eyes. I just want you to meditate and relax. Ken, I, don't, I, I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but I just want you to sing whatever you got on your heart. Just sing something for us, but I don't care what it is. Just let the Holy Spirit use you, and let's bring the presence in here.